Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. He left the door open on his way out last time. The Forbidden Door is still open. I'm joined by Joe for this week's episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast News Weekly Round Update thing of, of wrestling news going on in the world. Joe, how are you, mate? Fine, fine, fine. It's been a right old rum week of news, hasn't it? it pff, right, it has. It's, it's, it's never quiet at the moment, is it? Uh, even we've if literally had a, a separate bit where we're just like, Who's been fired this week? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole section of, yeah, it's mad. Um, crazy stuff. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, as always, listeners, um, if you want to comment on any of the news articles that we bring up in this, or if there's any of you missed out, give us a shout out on social media, uh, on Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. So, as always, uh, we kick off with some WWE news. A few bits to go through here. Uh, Brian Mazik, if I'm pronouncing that right, of Forbes, has heard that the gameplay in the latest build of WWE's 2K22 is bunny ears fantastic. The controls are much easier and it feels like, I quote, a wrestling fan's wrestling game. He also said that unless their release date of the game is delayed, a good percentage of WWE's recently released wrestlers will still appear in the game. Can you imagine if you were the person that was having to put in bronson reed and all this stuff and then you're like nah mate nah mate you passed, you passed two years of your life may as well not bothered <laughs> i don't know i tried playing the last um wwe game uh i mean it's unplayable i well my nephew was like come and play it and i was like i this is how are you doing anything because it's <laughs> it's like pulling teeth yeah it's like driving a tractor through concrete it's just <laughs> so painfully slow i i, I grew up on like uh, no Mercy and Smackdown versus Raw. Yeah, and stuff that was pain. Yeah. arcadey and stuff. And with this, it feels like just know. it's like running through treacle. It's just yeah. clunky and yeah. I don't know. I I hold out hope for this. Um, just because they know how monumentally they fucked up the first one. Yes. Like if if they don't get this right, they're it's not making dead. another one. It's dead yeah. in the water. Um, and I won't settle for another fucking battlegrounds game either because that was still not played that that was pish it was it was essentially meant to be kind of a take on the all-stars game they did a few years ago which was really good really arcadey um this one not so much so uh yeah i'm i want to be optimistic about it but they've also got the fear of the AEW one being good as well haven't Mm, they yeah and that will be good again though if that isn't good and i'm sure it will be if that isn't good that's them dead at the first hurdle. Yeah. Like the, the amount they've built it up. Yeah. But they've got decent people working on it. They've got the lad from... Got the goals uh, on... Was it No Mercy? CW Revenge or No Mercy? Yeah. It, no Mercy or the, the NWO Revenge, one or it the other. The, one but, of the, it was the, one of the good N64 ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, we'll see. I know they there was that little clip they showed. Was it at Mania? There was that clip of like Rey Mysterio, like some some in game footage, and it looked ridiculously good. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up, uh, Keith Lee posted a video on his social media yesterday um, explaining why he'd been off TV uh, for so long. Uh, have you had a chance to watch that yet? Yeah, he was poorly sick. Very poorly sick. I haven't heard anyone say that for ages. My mum used to say that when I was sick. <laughs> You're poorly sick. Yes, I am. Yeah, he, he wasn't in a good way, bless him. So it wasn't him being sent to the performance centre, as was reported. Yeah. He was just, yeah, ill. Mm. Fair play. It's been a yeah, lot, of, he... lot of misreported stuff, hasn't there, recently? An awful lot of misreported, yeah. Yeah, just speculation and nonsense rumours and... Yeah, um, but it was it was nice to kind of hear some some clarity on it and hear that he's kind of over the other side of that. Um, but yeah, it sounds like he had a, a torrid time, bless him. Uh, so yeah, hopefully continues that road to recovery. Um, if you've not seen it yet, it's on his, I think it's on his YouTube channel. It's probably on his Twitter as well. I think it's I'm, on his Twitter is where I saw it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he said at the start, like I think he tried to record it before and it ended up being like a 16 minute video. So he had to redo it and whittle yeah. it down. Uh, it's Keith Lee. You've got to love him. You can't yeah. not. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just such a wholesome, wholesome chap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, PW Insider recently indicated that WWE still hopes to re-sign Daniel Bryan, but obviously AEW could be getting in the way of that. You think? Yeah. I mean, if he I'm was still... going to re-sign with them, he'd have done it already. Sure. I'm still hoping to fit into a thirty-inch waist, mate. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> we can all dream, mate. We can all dream. <laughs> isn't, isn't it as good as done Brian in AEW I mean it sounds like it Like, I think there's a couple of points in, in the AEW news later where we can kind of touch on that but um, it sounds like for the most part it's a done deal I think Like, I don't see him going back to WWE as I said like if he was going to go back there he'd have done it already Like, he's had enough time to kind of survey the land and see what's on offer see he's been very, very open in what he wants to do outside of WWE, like where he wants to wrestle, who he wants to wrestle. He's not going to get those opportunities re-signing with WWE. There's there's only one other promotion that makes sense to do so. Yeah, go with AEW and say, Tony Khan, I'll do whatever you want, but here's my shopping list. Here's my shopping, that's it, yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to be big in Japan. It's going to be his, his farewell tour, isn't it? It's going to be his, his greatest hits, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, give yeah. it him. Give it him, give him everything. Give him yeah. all of the stuff. Um, and then final little bit on WWE news, uh, just a little takeaway. Uh, apparently there's nothing to Tony Storm not appearing on the last two SmackDown episodes as per ringside news. She was at Friday's last show, uh, in Tampa. They simply didn't use her. That's mental. You've I got a th- love Tony Storm. I loved Well, I, me and Tony Storm have got a love hate relationship. I don't know <laughs> if you know, she, she mugged me off for a picture uh when i met her in texas apparently i was very drunk and i just went straight in for the kill to give her a hug everyone else would give me a hug like tyler bait would give me a hug kaylee ray give me a hug like jordan devlin and i thought ah cool one of the team nah she wasn't having it and then we got a big group (laughs) picture taken and she was pretty miserable so yeah but i do like her a lot um she's very very good storm zero finisher i don't understand how that storm, works storm one now isn't it storm one they've 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 up to category of storm oh okay yeah they is call it storm how, is, one is that how the beaufort scale works 
The higher you go, the more it, the, bad it is. The, hang on, that's what the scale's called? Bowfoot scale, yeah. Is that the storm scale? That's the, the scale of wind. Zero being nothing, one a light breeze. I think, oh yeah, so it must be. Eight is like a hurricane. Oh, okay. I know, I, it's, it's one of those weird things that I, I, I get very into, like the Richter scale and the Bristol stall oh, yeah, chart. Oh, I know, oh, I know like about the Bristol stall chart and, <laughs> well, the, and I, the Richter scale. I'm, I'm yeah, well versed in those. The Beaufort one is for wind. Oh, okay, okay. So in like five years' time, she might be up to like a storm six or seven, and that'd be her like I don't know, pile driving someone through the centre <laughs> of the ring. <laughs> yeah, where she just dro- fires a howitzer at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the physics of how she does it are equally as baffling. Yeah, it's, it's like where does your hand go? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's a um, shame because they made a big deal of yeah. taking her out of NXT. Mm-hmm. She's had one match. One match. One. And they brought her back as a face. Ugh, come on now. Come face. on now. She she was like she is good as a face, but she was doing some excellent work as a heel before she left She's NXT. Designed. She's designed for heel work. She is. Yeah. Thing is though, they know they can turn her and it won't be like a it won't feel kind of out of character. Like if anyone's watched NXT, they'll know she was a heel in that. And also she was very good at it. So it won't be like it'll take her much kind of like not training, but do you know what I mean? It, it won't be too much far. to switch it. Yeah, it yeah. won't be too too much of a reach for her to switch up that persona. That it's not a that's, that's not a faces finisher. It's not, is it? It's no. definitely not a faces <laughs> finisher. <laughs> What's mad is like SmackDown already has like a thinning thinning women's division. Why would you then bring someone up from NXT, have them appear once, and then sit backstage and do nothing when yeah, at the moment your women's division comprises of Zelina Vega, Sasha Banks. Bianca Belair, Carmella, and that's it. Like, Naomi was brought over to SmackDown. Not seen her since she's been brought over, have we? Um, I'm sure Naomi yeah. was brought over a few weeks ago. Did she not have a... No, she didn't have a tag match, did she? I don't recall it. Might well, we, done, we but... worked out a while back that the female roster for both Raw and SmackDown is about 11 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is shocking. It's nonsense. For the the biggest wrestling company in the world to have eleven women on its eleven box. women. Well, there's more than that. I think. Oh, I active. Hope. Sorry. Active. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, it's it's pish. But when you've got NXT with such a stacked women's division, yeah, it just mm. it's nonsensical. <laughs> this this is WWE we're talking about. So. A lot of this nonsense shouldn't come as a surprise for them. Yeah, it should be a, a clarion <laughs> of, ah, button. Yeah. Vince, Vince Erhorn. <laughs> um, on to NXT news. Uh, obviously, lots and lots and lots of talking points um, post their big release uh, last Friday. During SmackDown, wasn't it? The release yep. happened as SmackDown was on air. I Wowee. Was, I was sat in my hotel room in Morecambe and... Uh, my brother-in-law, who was like in the next hotel room, was just like, "Have you seen this?" I was like, oh, "Please don't tell me they've got rid of more people. They've got nobody left to get rid got of. No one left to get rid of. Exactly. What they're going to start getting rid of, like the cleaners and the fucking the get hospitality rid of all staff. Perspex, yeah. Well, that- <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, a few bits to get through here for NXT. So uh, this past Tuesday's planned match between Saray and Ember Moon. Uh, featured an announced change on Tuesday afternoon when it was revealed that Dakota Kai would instead be taking on Saray. Uh, Fightful inquired with WWE and sources indicated that Ember Moon was not cleared, though they were not given a reason that that was the case. Ember Moon hasn't wrestled since July the 13th episode of NXT. And according to a report by PW Insider, 
the injury suffered by Moon is not considered serious, and she was also backstage during the show. Um, I mean, that's almost a month off. Like, what is it? I, it's a shame because I love Amber Moon. Yeah, I fucking love Amber Moon. So um, good. She, um, she it was her ACL, wasn't it? That took her out last time. That took her out last time. Yeah, she was out for a while as well. Out for a good long while. Could be like a niggle with that, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, better to be safe than sorry, innit? Because if that goes Absolutely. again, that's that's another what six months on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Also, and with a lot of the women's talent being now plucked away to Raw and SmackDown, she's someone that you need like can't afford to not have fit. Yeah, because... you need a, a stalwart in there. Yeah, 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 definitely. She could just be sulking because they took Shotzi off her. Or that. I mean, I'd sulk <laughs> if they took Shotzi off. Yeah. Her. <laughs> yeah. Um, we will see. Uh, but whatever it is, hopefully, uh, speedy recovery. Uh, next up on the list of NXT news, uh, some good news. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are expecting their first child. Whee! That's nice, isn't it? That's great news. That's bloody lovely news, that is. Lovely really, really pleasing. Indie Dexter wrestling. <laughs> Indie Dexter wrestling. <laughs> oh, you watch them shoehorn this into storyline now, week on week. Can't wait for it. I mean, that genuinely is my favourite bit of NXT. It is. It's the, the Gargano bits. Because he's just... <laughs> I've said, like, from supposedly being, like, a heel faction, they've gone, they've, they've done, like, the, the Dark Order thing of just being lovable yeah. goofballs. Yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah. Exactly it. So, so good. Uh, yeah, so massive congrats to, to Johnny and Candice. Yeah. Uh, next up, according to Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer, Pete Dunne's WWE contract is coming up in a matter of weeks please re-sign him christ alive you need someone i, I, I mean would think so because they've got like uh have they got a name for their little stable yet not yet i'm hoping like just it's, the tough bastards but transatlantic brutes i don't know because they've got like one american and then three brits in there i yeah, don't know but, yeah just a bunch of bastards just a yeah. bunch of ba- hard <laughs> bastards <laughs> baddest walk, men yeah. <laughs> bad man yeah bad man <laughs> but if yeah i mean if they lose him i think they'll lose like quite a bit of the, the soul of that mm. and again he's always dollar in he pete dunn yeah absolutely i mean i wouldn't be totally against him going back to nxc uk but he obviously he seems to be kind of like stuck in this this storyline this faction in in the states which is fine um but yeah it'd be cool to see him just rock back up on nxc uk at some point um I know he was, before he went stateside again, just before they turned him heel a few months back, he was working as a producer for NXT UK, and I don't know how much involvement he's still got there. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's a, awesome in and out of the ring, like a, a great kind of producer res, wrestling mind, um, but also in ring. And he's still ridiculously young, like 25, 26 yeah, I was going to say he's mid-20s, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So. Sickening. I hope they cling on to him. Saying that. I'd love to see it. It's, imagine Pete Dunne in fucking Japan against like fucking Suzuki and just oh. who can slap each other the hardest. <laughs> oh, no, that's oh. just, yeah, triangular shaped men hitting each other, isn't it? <laughs> that's what we want to see. Yeah, I never thought of that. I was just like, because you go, well, they're going to go to AEW or they're going to like go to, like, and I always forget New Japan's there. New yeah. Japan. Someone like Pete Dunne in New Japan would be unreal. Yeah. Really, Ooh, really good. Give me that. Now, yeah. I'll keep him in NXT for a bit, and then, yeah, 
and leash him on Japan. <laughs> Give him a couple more years in there. Yeah. And then just set him Godzilla set style to leash. destroy Japan. <laughs> a brummy Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> um, so into more so uh, a bit of story and, and, and chatter and discussion around the, the releases last week and um, what's going on there. So according to WrestleVotes, uh, they tweeted out that obviously tensions were running high to say the least backstage before this week's episode of NXT. Um, further to that, on the Wrestling Observer News, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio rather, Dave Meltzer said that Triple H and Shawn Michaels didn't have anything to do with the recent NXT releases and it was all Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis. He further went on to say that he felt the wrestlers in NXT were too small and or too old and they're looking to change that moving forward likely to match the original version of NXT which was a true developmental promotion um that's disappointing that's that's if that's what it is that's that's the end of of NXT, NXT as we know it, isn't it yeah which is a shame because NXT is the one WWE product I've enjoyed over the past couple of years yeah because it's 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 been Interesting. Triple H knows what he's doing because he's mm. not a senile old codger. <laughs> yeah. Basically, well, exactly he's got a, he's got he's got a wrestler's brain though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, of course. And of I course. don't mean riddled with holes because of the chair shots. That's <laughs> it. Concussions and. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like Vince McMahon. Yeah, maybe. A, I don't even think he's that shrewd a businessman, to be honest, because no. I don't understand how firing your talent makes your company more profitable. It's fucking balmy. I... If you were a bricklayer. And you were selling your thing, and you sold all your bricks, and then went, "Do you want to buy a bricklaying company?" Well, you've got no bricks, mate. You've got no bricks, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how it works. Yeah, but again, yeah, I'm yeah. not a, a businessman, but if it, it goes back to like the weird NXT, like from back in the day, mm. what when it felt like Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, <laughs> or even even just like a weird, like just them having random matches, indie wrestlers coming in and having matches and stuff. It, you need story and and mm. and background and things to stuff. Otherwise, it's it's just watching people muck about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I hope they don't do that. I mean, the thing about them saying uh, they're all too small and too old, it's like, well, Adam Cole, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, yeah. Johnny Gargano, you know, you're, you're, you're three big... Like, I mean, Pete Dunne's not massive, is he? No, not at all. So I, is it just Vince wants to populate it with loads of... Um, What's the the young lad called? Oh, the American football player who looks like a young uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, um, oh, oh like Calamity Jones name? or something. Calamity Jones. <laughs> um, he's got a weird name anyway, Annie. Fuck, he's... what's his name? Go on, you you carry on for a moment. I'm going to look him up. I can't what was that hornpipe or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, is he just is he just going to populate it with just this? So. The WWE of the future is just going to be giant men. Parker Bordreau. Oh, come on, I wasn't that's far it. off. Calamity <laughs> um, Yeah. Parker, that's that's a surname. <laughs> Never trust um, a man with two surnames. All two first names. <laughs> all yeah. two first names. <laughs> yeah. And I, if that's his plan going forward, is just to have a load of six foot five meat men. I'm not don't into care. it. If, no. if I want that, I'll watch WWF from the 90s. Yeah. And it, it was still better then. <laughs> well, it, it it felt fresh then. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, but I can go and watch mm. Ring of Honor or I can go and watch New Japan 
and there is all these things out there. There's plenty of alternatives. No, but I, I mean, I don't know anyone who particularly wants to watch two. I mean, I love a horse fight as much as the next man. Yeah. But every match being a horse fight? Nope. No. Nah. No. It's boring. It is boring. Um, like, just yeah, the mind it just it boggles and it confuses me. Like how they've built it up so much and they treated it so well. And even that when they had, they involved them in Survivor Series a couple of years ago, and I know obviously that was part of the kind of I think it was when they were moving over to what network is it on there in the states NXT. Oh, um, whatever network they were moving to over there, but I think it was uh, no, it's not uh, SmackDown's Fox. Yeah, Uh, ABC. No, that sounds about right. Yeah, ABC possibly, but whichever network it was, I think it was them putting them on the Survivor Series as kind of putting them on a platform to be like, okay, well, they're going to this network. We're shining in a good light, and then Vince quickly realised, oh, actually, no, they they are really fucking good. A hell of a lot better. Nope, right, buried them, and it's just. Do you think it's just bitterness on Vince's part? I, it's difficult. I, I don't know the guy. I'll never meet the guy. I don't know how his brain works. And as we do every week, sit here, and as I'm sure a lot of other podcasts and wrestling fans do, sit there every week and, and, and speculate and say, oh, he's this and that. And you only kind of see it from the outside looking in, but you can then only go on what you're presented. And we're yeah. regularly presented shite for the most part. And I know there's the argument, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. But I mean, I'm still a wrestling fan. And yes, although three hours of Raw is a lot to get through and it's mainly crap, there's usually a nugget or two in there. So I I watch it for those bits and I always watch it in hope that it will get better. I mean, years on, I'm still disappointed. But I'm invested in these wrestlers though because I've watched them for for a long time and I've seen them be good. Yeah, yeah. And it hurts me to watch them be punished Mm. by being in Raw. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing, yeah. And so just going back to the original point, like, do you think it comes down to bitterness? It certainly feels that way. It very much does feel like that way. And it's it's just, it's really baffling that just, if you can see that another part of your, your company, like another branch of your company is doing well, then... Use that as the blueprint. Like, make everything else better. Bring everything else up to that standard. Don't lower it to the standard of everything else. Yeah, but that's what I would do. But again, I'm not a businessman. I, see I don't know how man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I find it so bewildering. Yeah, I really do. It, it's. Do you reckon there's truth in him that he's he's going to be selling up? I do. It, it's there, there's too many things like that have happened in recent months for it to to not be leading towards that. Maybe not like any time like this year, even next year, but it feels that way. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it, it does. <laughs> there, I mean, there's there's people chat poop on the internet, as I'm sure you know. Uh, there was something I read this week is that uh, Vince actually secretly owns AEW as well. Oh, and mate. I, I just like, fuck me, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, I like both. I prefer AEW at the moment because it feels like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I know yeah. you were a big anti-AEW post for a long time, but you've seen the light now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't more, it wasn't that it was anti-AEW. It was more just, I didn't have enough time in my life no, to okay. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know that the rest of the guys, like Jay and, and, and Tacey and Aaron, 
prefer AEW, which is fine. I was like, but then there's still WWE programming to review. So someone's got to watch it. So it wasn't like it was hands. I was just like, I'll, I'll bite that bullet. It. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you just, if you literally skim through Raw, save two hours, mate. There you go. Well, I mean, I've <laughs> saved, I've saved several hours the last couple of weeks. So I've just not bothered watching it and we no. haven't bothered reviewing it. And I know you guys didn't touch on it as well either nope. the other week. So, nope. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll get onto some AEW stuff in a bit, but, um, yeah, it's it's quickly becoming an absolute favourite, um, no doubt, week on week. Even even an average show on AEW is still leagues above anything on certainly on Raw, more often than not SmackDown. Um yeah. I'd say about <clears throat> on par with NXT. Yeah. Because yeah, you get yeah, up yeah. and down episodes of NXT as well. But yeah. That's it. Exactly. I said I used to I used to love Thursday mornings when it was NXT and AEW. Yeah. Man. Next day of the week, mate. Yeah, yeah. Bumper wrestling, extra. Uh, you mentioned Adam Cole earlier. Um, in regards to him, Meltzer has said that there is an exception uh, with all of these kind of like uh, looking for bigger guys and fresher talent and stuff and an exception with Adam Cole. And apparently writers on main roster have been told to come up with ideas for him. So if he resigns, it's likely he'd be headed to Raw Smackdown. However, a conflicting report then came out from Ringside News. So take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, They claim to have a source who said that there is not a huge push within WWE to keep Adam Cole. So fuck knows what's going on there. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I read somewhere that AEW had offered him a contract. I heard as well. But Mm. again, I couldn't find anything to substantiate that. So it's just internet rumors. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where would you like to see him? Sorry, go on. Uh, Well, I'm just saying he's already... uh, one and zero anyway, isn't it? To negative one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like Coming to see him. On a losing I'd like to see him in AEW, but I've got like I've got a feeling that AEW are like overfilling their ranks and people are gonna get lost in the shuffle. Mm. And that's what I don't want because so far everyone in there is very good. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no well, Luther. But that's dark, isn't mm. it? That's fine. Um <laughs> and you got Rampage now, but like Kenny Omega said that he wanted that to be more the women's stuff, like women stuff there. which is yeah. ace absolutely oh is there spots for adam cole mm. that's the thing yeah it's a lot of people give wwe stick for when they went through that whole thing where they were just buying up everyone and anyone so no one else could have them yeah and i'm not well, saying that aw are doing the same but it almost feels like they could start going that way, like just getting them for the sake of them being available, but not necessarily yeah. having a place in them. And I'm sure they'd find a space for someone like Adam Cole on their roster. But you do then run the risk of going, well, there's only one big men's title. You've you've got a mid-card title in the TNT title, but for all intents and purposes, it's still a relatively new company. And have Three you got enough to... Like, yeah. yeah, have you got enough to kind of like start padding out those amount of people. Like you're not going to see Adam Cole on like dark or dark elevation every week. No. Where does he no. fit on? If Rampage is all women or not all women, but predominantly more women, uh, where on dynamite does he fit in when you've got the likes of everyone on there? Basically all the, all the talent they brought up and, and all the AW, all the WWE guys they brought over. Exactly. Not all of them. There's only like four. There's not yeah. all that many as no. as much as they get stick for it. There's, there's but I, I feel that, that he would suffer from like the Christian Cage thing of them not really knowing what to do with him and he's yeah. just getting stuck. Like, in we, like a, we, we have to treat him like a big deal, but we haven't got anything t- for him to do. Or so to do. We'll just have him go on a winning streak, but then that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I mean, having I don't know. It, it's it's it, yeah. Mm. Put him in New Japan. Yeah, send him back there. Maybe I'll say yeah. send him back there. Like yeah, let him go back <laughs> over there. Um, sticking with uh, NXT releases, etc. Uh, Triple H was still in charge of NXT this Tuesday night, according to PW Insider. Uh, the site also noted that Pat Buck has taken on Drake Vert's uh, old job, booking local and independent wrestlers for WWE shows. And Molly Holly is still working uh, as a main roster producer on a trial basis. Perception among high-ranking USA Network... Rep- oh, that's the network they're on. USA Network. USA, yeah. I knew it was three letters, ABC, NBC, USA, I don't know, X, Y, Z. Yeah, perception among high-ranking USA network representatives uh, about reported NXT changes is that they'll be negative, according to uh, Matt Men's Andrew Zarian. He was quoted, uh, he quoted one rep saying, uh, personally, I'm disappointed with how this is going. Uh, Fightful Select say that they've had women, uh, well, sorry, that's a slightly separate point. So, yeah, just go into that. Um, when the networks are coming out and saying that they're disappointed that you yeah, just is there a, is there a way off. I was getting out of this? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how long their their deal is with them. But we got an escape clause we could it's, do. Uh, it's good that Pat Buck is taking over Drake Works's job as well because I think he's got to go and buy yeah. a lot of tinfoil hats and stuff, hasn't he now? And <laughs> here oh, at that Christ. weird town hall meeting and just. Was it the one that Joey Janela rocked up to in like fancy that dress? Was, that was great. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> I love Joey Janela. Yeah. Um, uh, did you watch that match I sent today of him in? Uh, I think it was Coventry. No, I haven't yet. It's it's cracking. That's not the one where the guy gets like pile driven on the, like the bonnet of the car or something, is it? It's it's not a good. It's um. Wow, she's 15 at the time. I think she's like 18, 17 now. This, that's literally just round the corner from where I am. Like my well, girlfriend's business thought, yeah. is there and it was like, it's on the road next to it. Because I remember like the next day someone would be like, oh yeah, someone got like dumped on that car. I'm like, did they know whose car it was? I'm like, no, it's just dented. Oh, they, some... they get on a bus, they DDT him onto the steps. Yeah, it's all Christ kinds of wacky. I'm going to have to give that a watch. <laughs> <laughs> they go into like a Dixie's chicken as well. It's great. Yeah, Dixie's chicken <laughs> is on the corner of the car where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's so mad that I, I can well not see it from my window but yeah i could i could throw <laughs> a stone to it <laughs> um moving on fightful select says that they've had women on the nxt roster reach out and say they're concerned about the future booking and who they might have to work with since john Laurinaitis was put back in his talent relations role they also say there has been a notable uh noticeable shift in the talent um the company is bringing in and that's led to concern overall and a big hit to morale overall. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about John Laurinaitis's booking. Well, I know about his booking decisions, but like why specifically there's been women on there that have been concerned about it. Is it to do with just nonsense, like divas matches rather than women's matches? It could be that. I'm not sure with the talent that's coming in, but mm. also with the, the the speaking out and the Me Too stuff as well. Wrestling has had a, a very um, shameful history with Checkered, the way it's, it's, tre- it's treated yeah. female talent over the years. Yeah, yeah. It, and I, nobody wants to see it go back to that. Absolutely not. I don't want to go back to see brown and panties matches, and I don't no. want women to be fearful for having to go and do something that they love. Yeah, and if, yeah, if yeah. that's the way that it's going, then fuck them. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I draw the line at like May Young giving birth to a hand. 
It's just <laughs> daft 90s nonsense. Uh, <laughs> different time, mate. Different time. Yeah, it was acceptable <laughs> in the 90s. No, it, it, it's just more of... Are they is it they're not confident in the in the fact that they're going to have a job tomorrow, hmm. or is it they're not confident in they're going to be bringing in shady people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's oh, it it makes it difficult. So like, obviously we we don't know what's going on there, and this is just kind of a concern about future bookings. So we've not seen the kind of the results of that, but it does on occasions. Well more often than not now make it difficult to watch not just Raw, SmackDown, but NXT as well. Like NXT UK is probably the the exception almost yeah. in that it's it's well away from any of that. But you see all these decisions that are being made that are impacting NXT and, and, and main roster stuff and it makes it difficult week on week to watch. And then when you hear apparent reports of like women coming out saying they're worried about how they're going to be booked and treated in the future. You're just like, what the fuck is going on there then? Like just, oh man. They must be more in the loop than we are. And if they're afraid, Mm. then we should be very afraid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Moving on, according to a report from Fightful Select, WWE's decision not to sign Wheeler Utah, who's currently working in AEW, shocked several NXT talents and was seen as a clear sign the company's hiring practices were changing. So I'm only familiar with, I think I saw one Wheeler Utah match. I think that was the one on Dynamite the other week. Who was he? He, He's not been there that long. He did some dark stuff first. Um, And yeah, he's still a bit, a bit green around the edges for TV work and stuff, Mm. but there's a lot of promise in him. And to pass over such a young talent with such promise Mm. again, you can, I think they saw which way the wind was blowing. Yeah. He um he won something this week. I'm he, sure he won. Was it an award? Is, he is what he his title has been recognised by. Uh, right. Where's the thing? I'm sure I sent it into the group. Um, I don't remember what it was. There was there was something this week. Bear with me one second. That's all right. T- talk amongst yourselves, people. <laughs> Uh, you ever been hang gliding? <laughs> no, me neither. No, I'm, um, I'm scared of heights, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so many gifts of Danhausen. <laughs> so much Danhausen. Very nice. Never enough. Very evil. <laughs> Where was it? This isn't dead air, people. It is dead air, but we're just I mean, looking for you something. You can just edit this out. It's fine. Oh, here we go. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Trisha Dora and Wheeler Utah have both been recognized as world champions by PWI. That's it. Uh, so Trisha Dora is the Fight Club Pro Champion, Pan-African Dysphoria World Champion, and Wheeler Utah is the IWTV Independent Wrestling Champion. Nice. So they are That's now cool. world recognized as belts. That's FCW cool. belt, still not recognized. Still not recognized. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, yeah. So he is a world champion. I mean, it should be recognised now that Ricky Starts has got it. But yes, he's re- <laughs> Wheeler Utah's recognised. Yeah, <laughs> don't start. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Um, as I said, I've, I've only seen one match of him, but um, yeah, he looks looks impressive for a, a young talent. That, as you say, is still a bit green around the gills. Uh, moving on, uh, NXT and final point of, of NXT uh, is NXT wrestlers Aaliyah, <clears throat> excuse me, Dakota Kai. Uh, Odyssey Jones and Austin Theory wrestled on last night's main event taping before Raw. PW Insider says that Zia Lee and Riddick Moss were also backstage at the show in Orlando. 
I didn't realise Riddick Moss was still employed by them. I didn't think he was either, no. I thought he went out in the last round of, like the one in, was it April? They had a big one in April. I thought, I don't know, that's that that happening every week now, aren't Yeah, they? it's hard to keep track, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know. he was. I, when that came up, I was like, oh, he must still, unless he just was hanging around the car park. <laughs> selling so hooky t-shirts out of his so boot in, like yeah, fucking yeah. Earl Hebner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Five of your t-shirts, 10 quid your long sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> 15 your hoodies. Um, <laughs> and then all the paint peels off first time you that's watch it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, this is um like Aaliyah isn't a surprise. Because <clears throat> that was kind of a, a thing a couple of weeks ago where she yeah. walked out of Robert Stone round and it was like, okay, yeah, she's going there. Um Odyssey Jones is a surprise. He's still in the breakout tournament. I thought they'd keep him in NXT for a bit, maybe kind of give him that Keith Lee treatment. Uh Austin Theory again is another weird like and, and this is just me speculating that they're looking to to maybe put them on, on main roster sometime soon. But Austin Theory, everything he was doing with the way was really good. Like to me, it makes sense to keep him in there for a bit. Um, Dakota Kai is a disappointing one because that means that she's not beating Raquel Gonzalez. It's, this is yeah. If this is them if, moving, if up. this is them moving her up, and that's that's a real shame because Dakota Kai absolutely deserves to have a run with the women's championship in NXT. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I hope that it was just to see. Just to like, see them on TV. Just to see, just so Vince could see them because he don't, he don't clearly doesn't watch NXT, does he? That's the thing. No, I doubt he watches Raw to be honest. But but yeah, <laughs> who does? <it's>, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but yeah, it might just be to see how they got on, how they work with that pool of talent, and see if it is worth them worth moving up. But yeah, I, I when I like Dakota Kai, I was like, mate, really already now, yeah. yeah. Uh, should we, we talk about some... all over again? Yeah, it is. Oh Christ! Don't. Still too soon. Still too <laughs> raw. Um, let's talk about some AEW. Uh, Fightful has received numerous inquiries about the status of Max Caster after his controversial rap was edited out of last week's AEW Dark, and he was edited out of this week's. Caster also removed AEW and Acclaim references from his Twitter page. We've learned that as of Tuesday afternoon, Caster was still with AEW, but we were told his appearances were on ice as of that time, and sensitivity training has been discussed. We're told that we weren't told necessarily what that entailed, but have reached out to AEW for more information on the situation and haven't heard back as yet. A source close to Max Caster told us that the rumours AEW have suspended him without pay are absolutely not true. So this is off the back of them coming out and, and spitting some bars and some rap and, and mentioning some some not too good things. Yes. Um, I mean, we didn't review, review Raw that week because of uh, what Charlotte Flair did. Yeah. And it was slightly hypocritical to then go, but AEW did it and it was fine. It wasn't fine. No. But he also was left unchecked for so mm. long. He said yeah. so many things that were near the knuckle but yeah. i draw the line at rape cases you know what i mean it's yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um yeah. but again if no one has told him not to do it why wouldn't you push as far as you could go it's true but I'd... also common sense to me would dictate probably like, don't say that yeah yeah exactly. making jokes about ladies parts that's kind of funny because it's all shit house heel yeah, work isn't that's it that's fine but cock actual... balls and vagines it's that's yeah. all good 
actual <laughs> trauma not funny not so no. much yeah it's yeah. a fine line it's not it's a massive it's it's, it's a void line. yeah <laughs> yeah but sensitivity training thing didn't this and this is the thing they did that to jimmy havoc and he's delivering parcels for now, DVD, he's, now he's working dpd oh <laughs> uh, looking like like, like a fat emo who was quite attractive when he played guitar and abandoned his youth. And yeah, and then, he <laughs> then he discovered Pucker Pies. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly the vibe. Exactly the vibe. Get your hair cut, mate. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope not because I liked the acclaimed. I thought they were a good I tag. Do. They, I really, they, really they like them. And it would be a shame mm. to, to, to lose him for. <laughs> I don't want to say like a, a schoolboy error because he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's but, silly. But something silly. But for, for him but, to take his stuff off, uh, any reference to AEW and stuff, off Twitter feels mm. a bit like, well, I'm not going to do it anyway now. It feels yeah. like he's doing it out of spite. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. Just sit down, have a chat. Just Yeah, exactly. Just take a step back for a moment and just fucking, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Fightful has learned a little more behind the scenes notes on Punk's preparation. In addition to doing his own, uh, to doing training on his own, Punk has also done training for the Stars Show Heels, uh, which is with Stephen Amell, I think. Uh, oh. Fightful has been able to speak with some wrestlers and cast members who have worked with him over the past six months, who had very promising things to say about former WWE champion. Uh, one source said that CM Punk looked completely healthy especially as compared to the tail end of his WWE run. Another source indicated that Punk was very good in the ring to the point where they wondered if he'd been training in private leading up to him being in the ring with them. A third source indicated that Punk was working so well in the ring it's as if he'd never left. Mm. Pepsi do, man. Do, <laughs> do, you, do you think he's coming back? Because it, it almost seemed like a dead cert at one point. And then I read something this week and I think it was an interview of him where he was addressing Darby Allen's like calling out the best in the world. And he was like, well, that's, that's Daniel Bryan, isn't it? Yeah, but this is the really good thing about it is that it's so left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing sort of thing. <laughs> Cause there was that whole elite promo with the cookie monster t-shirt and yeah. It's either like they're just building people up to knock it, like to, to dash hopes, because that's an elite thing to do, isn't it? In, it's going to be MJF, isn't it? I've heard, I mean, I've heard you boys say it on, on Dan yeah, Vince. He's coming out to cult of personality. That's what be. I want, is for him to come out to cult of personality. The roof goes off the place in Chicago, and then MJF just walks out, flips everyone off, and just walks it, was, it was me all along. It was me, Austin, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, he must need some money. I mean, and I, I imagine you know Tony Khan's gone to his dad and said, you know, can I have an, an advance on my allowance, please? <laughs> Phil's not up to I much. Need to buy really some more action cover. figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this Warhammer figure I want, and it, it's a limited edition. Uh, yeah, it's rare. It's it's, uh, it's, it's, rare. it's been out of, it's been out of print for a couple of years. Um, but also, it would uh, again. It's that thing of. AEW have that forbidden door. Mm. And it doesn't look like it's closing anytime soon. It doesn't look like the door's on the fucking hinges anymore. Nah, it's, at the, at the, it's, it's a fucking revolving the, the, door. At the the wrestling no world has shifted it. so yeah. that this is a, an ongoing thing now. We had impact belts being defended on AEW. 
you know, we've had AAA belts being defended on it. It's it's all over the place. It's all over the place. And it's great. TNA, uh, sorry, um, NWA belts as well. Yes. Just left, uh, right and centre. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's the multiverse. Just yeah. <laughs> So if Punk did come back, again, he could go in with a shopping list mm. and go, this is, I mean, Moxley's sort of doing that now. Yeah. With like him just being like, I've sent a load of contracts to Japan. I'm going to see what comes back. I imagine it's just envelopes full of like he's just spat on some paper and sent it to various wrestlers. Sign that. Get back to me, dickhead. Yeah, uh, but it would be if he wanted to, you know, get his dream matches in while he still can. Hmm. What better way to do it? Yeah. Than to eat a bit of crow and you know do yeah. it. I mean, it would put AEW through the roof. Uh, mm, I mean, mm. I think Daniel Bryan will anyway, but Daniel Bryan's always been a sort of wrestling fan's wrestler, hasn't he? Whereas yeah, CM Punk is... Like a purist. Yeah. 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 But, again, with that, um, with Buddy Murphy definitely coming over... Oh, he absolutely is. Yeah. It's it's going to be spicy times. Yeah. Very, very... And then it's something we say every week on here and stuff I've said on uh, Tom Clark's like main event thing... And I'll keep saying it, it is an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. It has never been better. Yeah. It's in terms it's of just I haven't got a clue what's gonna happen. Yeah. In in and both positive and negative. And exactly, exactly. That's what that's the one thing I miss about wrestling from when I first got into it was that that unpredictability that anything can happen, anything will happen, like what's gonna happen next, sort of thing. Just yeah. Everything AEW are doing and the organizations that are associated with them and, and with each other, everything that they're, they're like, even stuff like impact, which impact two years ago, I wouldn't have given a time of day for now. I find myself like, like what happened on impact last week? Oh yeah. I'll watch the highlights of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, what Jay White's in there. Right. Okay. I'll watch that. Like, yeah. Just, as soon as Jay White, I was like, yep. Yep. On. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's crazy. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, really good fun time to be a wrestling fan. Um, if you don't watch Raw. Uh, moving on, <laughs> there was a bit of a disagreement uh, between Pabst Blue Ribbon and All Elite Wrestling, leading to the advertisement uh, that was seen on Dynamite last week. Uh, I can't remember what source this comes from, actually. My apologies. Uh, but it says, uh, the source says that they were told PBR uh, had hoped to capitalise on the Domino's Nick Gage controversy of two weeks ago and had rushed production of a commercial that was set to feature Hangman Adam Page. Uh, we're told that Page flew to St. Louis to film the commercial and was, played a fat, uh, was paid a flat fee, uh, but that an all-elite rep put a stop to the production before filming commenced as there were additional clearances and agreements that were required. The advertisement that ended up uh, airing featured Matt Cardona, Hornswoggle, Brian Myers and Chelsea Green. Uh, and that went through significant edits to remove wrestling moves from the spot at the request of Warner Media ads department and not AEW specifically. Uh, that, that sounds like it was a, a fun thing to be a part of. <laughs> Just yeah, stop filming I mean, now. Stop exactly what you're doing. I mean, perhaps Blue Ribbon's fucking horrible anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 trailer trash drink, Pabst. Yeah. Um, but again, I guess that sort of fits in with Hangman's sort of thing. Yeah. But 
that's why Matt Cardona is walking about holding pab cans all the time now. I wonder there what that go. was about. And I've never, I've never <laughs> drawn the line between the two. Yeah. Um, I mean, Swoggle will appear for 20 quid in the bus fire. I don't money. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why sign off on it and then not? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a bit bad. Unless they've got there and they've gone, right, we're going to have you beat up this Kenny Omega effigy. While drinking, but as somewhat, yeah. you know, it, something like that, yeah. Advertising yeah. works, but <laughs> I don't feels know. Feels weird. It does. I'm kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. So I've got some news to lighten your day. Uh, and I find a bit of AEW news. PW Insider was told that the plan was always for Hangman Page uh, uh, to take time off. Uh, and that's because he's having a wee bambino. He's having a, a little. A little steer or whatever the lady equivalent of that is i don't know cowboy <laughs> terms um <laughs> cowboy shit i don't know <laughs> no. what's that i don't say it can't be due soon can it i don't know i mean by the sounds of it it is but it's come from nowhere i don't even recall there being any kind of. I know. I remember hearing about him saying that um, him and his missus were pregnant. Oh, okay. But it's just that weird thing of him taking time off, and Moxley was gone for like two weeks. And yeah, then yeah, was, yeah. Moxley, was, was get, back, Moxley does what he wants. Doesn't give a shit. Back out and on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he's going to be gone for a while. So we're going to get a bit of dark order dissension, aren't we? Bit of, yeah. bit of in, 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 in fighting. fighting. Yeah. And then he's going to come back and rally the troops. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good storyline. I've not been about for the whole of that storyline. I've only started watching in recent months. <clears throat> but I know, I know what's happening. And I know from the, the conversations that I've had with the rest of the boys kind of thing that this is just one of the best written things in, in quite some time. And this yes. whole like kind of almost big like redemption, like circle of, of him coming round and, and, and losing people and, and alienating people and feeling like he's letting people down and then getting close to a group of people and then feel like he's done the same again. And, oh, it, the phrase, the roof will come off, is used an awful lot in wrestling. But when he beats Omega, Omega. when when he kicks out of the one-wing angel, oh, oh Still boy. angry in that 10-man match. I know. I was I know. so <laughs> on the edge of my seat. Uh, and I'm like, you're 40 years old, grow up. And I'm like, but I want him to win <laughs> no. so much. I've seen him suffer. Uh, I will not grow up. It's fine. No. Yeah. When that happens, it will, it will it's, uh, but the thing was, he's always been, like, even when he was in J uh, New Japan, he's always been that far from the gold, mm. but never, never touching never it. Never touched it. Yeah. And it's been a whole, whole beautiful thing to have this, for, for AW to have the confidence to run at, at what, a two year story? Yeah. Well, he was he faced Jericho, didn't he, in, in the the first yeah, match? First match he won yeah. the was it the Casino Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, so you could yeah. argue that it started from them, but then obviously that it it really kicked off when it was him and and Omega with the the tag team and, the tag and this belts, that and the and other. Then the, yeah, the descent from the elite and FTR betraying him, and yeah, it, it's it's just been and it made um, the Dark Order like well, then him and Brody Lee. Mm. made them like a, a beautiful thing as well. And yeah. it's just, a, a, a again, it's one of those things I think people will go back and look at and be like, that was one of the best stories ever told in professional wrestling. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Because there's so many little, little just references back to them 
like in the 10-man match when it was mm. Tagman against the three of them. It, That's it. There's, there's exact parallels between so the many tag little nods here and there. It was awesome. And it's it's great that all of them are so heavily sort of invested into it to make it this beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. It might all be coincidence and we're looking too hard into it. But <laughs> I believe that especially like Omega and the books, and as much as they are like we don't respect the fans, I genuinely think that they do. Oh, they do. Yeah, they're they're constantly giving fan service, lip service, whatever it's called. Yeah, they do. They do. And they're they're good at it. I know a lot of people dislike the Bucks, and I I do from a character perspective, but that's entirely the point. But they get it, and they're very, very, very good at what they do. They're much better as heels. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, move on to the rest of the world. Um, only one bit of rest of the world news. Uh, it's, it's been quiet outside of the States, I guess. Uh, well, I say outside of the States. This is still within the States, but outside of the, the major organizations, if you like. Uh, Ring of Honor are relocating their Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view due to the recent COVID surge in Florida. Ring of Honor is moving the site of Death Before Dishonor's pay-per-view, <clears throat> and they've said that your safety... Uh, health and well-being remains our top priorities. Thank you for your continued patronage. Um, this is something that AEW have been talking about recently, is that the worry with the rising cases that they may have to relocate back to, to Daly's place. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that Ring of Honor were that that particular pay-per-view was was in Florida, because I don't know where they're, they're normally based. I don't even think they were doing much over the pandemic, were they? They had weekly shows, Did but they? it was it was in a close set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that and again, rising... it, it sort of suffered from not having a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The um, the best not do it before sort of New York and Chicago. AEW. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, yeah, you just want people to be safe. I mean, it's that thing of <sighs> go and get your injections, wear a mask, wash Have your hands, your job, wear a fucking mask, wash your hands, don't be a dick. <laughs> the sooner we all do this, the sooner we can go back to being in the same fucking room watching wrestling. Exactly. I saw <laughs> I saw I saw a picture earlier on and it was a sign that someone had put up in their shop or a bar and it said, You're being asked to wear a mask, not a nickelback shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, and it's like I I'm I mean I'm probably gonna wear mine even when all this is over because I've not had a cold or a flu for mm. two years now. Hmm. I get I get the bus four times a day. Yeah, yeah. So I'm exposed to all the dirty bastards on that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but since when I come back, it proves that they work, people. Yeah. Who would have thought, hey, scientists? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally their job. Oh, um, yeah, if, if it goes back to, I mean, I think if WWE go back to Thunderdome, Thunderdome 2, The Reckoning. <laughs> Thunderdome reckon, 2, I Electric would, Boogaloo. I reckon it could kill them. Hmm. Because... Looking back at it, they treaded water for two years. Like fucking yeah. I mean, yeah. you had I mean Bailey and Sasha, yeah, did their best, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But other than that, can you name any big? Wasn't a lot else. And any other big things that came out of it? Drew. We had, we had Cal- Drew McIntyre versus Drew- Randy Orton for about eight years. About eight years. <laughs> We we had Drew versus Randy for longer than the actual pandemic went on for. <laughs> <laughs> I welcomed death at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, they they didn't really pull the trigger on anything, mm. and that was the thing. I mean, AW have an outdoor arena, so they have that as a as a sort of blessing. Mm. 
But well, even so, like, to me, it doesn't really matter where you put it. It's what you put on in the ring. Yes. Like, the NXT showed that for ages before they kind of, I say built, yeah, before they built the CWC when they were just in the performance and still putting good stuff out. Like, there could be no one there. It could be in a fucking a, a warehouse in Solly Hole. But the point is, is it's what you're putting on the ring. It's the story yes. you're telling. The environment shouldn't matter. Yes. And uh, as you the, say, they were treading water for so long. The women's AEW women's tournament, the Japanese side of that, where it was literally in Amy Sakura's garage, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still good because there's still stories there. Exactly. Whereas, exactly. yeah. I hope yeah. it doesn't happen. I hope people see the light of day and go and get their injections and, mm. and are sensible if you are ill, stay home. Mm. You're not yeah. special. You're not unique. It's she, but... Yeah, exactly. Just fucking look after yourselves. Look after everyone else. Let's try and get back to fucking normal. On that yes. note, that rounds up the news for this week. Thank you for joining me, Joe. Thank you very much. Sorry, very much appreciate mate. I've gone off on a bit of a tangent at times. No, so no, I do apologize. Not, at all. <laughs> not at all. That's... That's that's exactly what we do here. We just, yeah, go well off and then try and round it back round to the initial <laughs> point. So don't even worry about it. But thank you, mate. I really appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, man. Um, if you don't already, check out Joe and the Boys podcast. Uh, Damn it, Vince. That's on it's on, it's on all the all the podcast outlet things, isn't it? Apple. Uh, uh, what are the other ones? Um, Google good, Pods. Good Pods. Google good. Pods. Pods HQ. Breaker. Pod- Poddington and Peas. Uh, yeah. There's so many of them. It's available, literally just type in, damn it, Vince. You'll yeah. see a sad luchador. That's the one. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, so that's been the news. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. As I said at the start, if there's anything we missed out, anything you wanted to talk about, uh, give us a shout on social media, Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod, and all our other social media outlets, such as YouTube and Facebook uh, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We'll catch you next time, guys. Much appreciated. Bye. Goodbye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out TopRopeBrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out TopRopeBrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And ThatchFace.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities. must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.